race fans, welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you in part by McDonald Muffler. The Muffler Mafia out of Mobile, Alabama, this family-owned, operated muffler shop. Converters, shocks, and more. Give those guys a call. 251-661-1043. That's the Muffler Mafia, the McDonald Muffler in Mobile, Alabama. I am your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other short track guys in the studio, as always. Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com Sportsman and 2021 Sportsman Champion, and Ted Baber of Ted Baber Video Productions. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? We're ready to go. Yeah, getting ready for a big weekend, and we've got a special guest that's on the on the line with us. Going to hold off just for looking. We're going to go over some things and get him on uh, on board and uh, go over some big news uh, that's been happening here in in, in our area. Um, but we've got a four feature weekend, and Jim's getting his sportsman car ready for that one. Yeah, we're uh, making some adjustments. I found a dadgum kinked fuel line. I've been having problems with fuel starvation, and I think we fixed it. <laughs> I got to go through a little wiring, and then, of course, the last race, we had the right front wheel bearing fail in qualifying, so I got new bearings at $200 for a set of wheel bearings. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and Ted bought the first set, so I had to buy the second. But uh, we're, we'll get it all back together. this t- Tomorrow night, I got to finish all that up and then put it on the trailer and get it ready for Friday night. It, it's going to be a good show with the... With the Outlaws, the Sportsman, Crown Stock, oh, and, yeah. and the Pure Stocks are running, I believe. So it's going to be a heck of a show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be a good time. <laughs> the racing's been really good this year, especially in the Crown Stock class. Sportsman, we've been putting on a pretty good battle for the lead. And uh, the thing, like I said, the Crown Stock class is it's battles throughout the entire field. Yeah, it you gets know? really interesting toward the end when, when the leaders start coming up on the guys that are trying. And it does, <laughs> and, and I like the fact that we do the invert because that's made that outlaw this year. It's made the outlaw stock pretty exciting yes. also. There's been some good racing with Timothy Watson who just, I mean, he's <laughs> annihilating them boys. But the boys. There's a couple of them that are just, just yeah. on the edge. If they mm-hmm. can just get just that... Tenth of a second. Yeah, just a I think bit. they could beat him. Yeah, one of them's Bubba. <laughs> yeah, one of them's Bubba. The other one's a fifty-four car. Yeah, I mean he, that kid Connor. is just Connor Sutton is on the ragged edge of winning a race, and he's so many times he's had the car to win, and then something happened. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. So it's going to be interesting. We got a you know some super late model stuff coming up and mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, in the next race, if I play, is going to be the double header, oh, which yeah. Sportsman's mm-hmm. not running that weekend, but. I will be there to watch that because last last couple of years it's been pretty exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of super late models, we've had uh, we've had well they're coming up. I think it's the twenty first and twenty second that doubleheader in July. Uh, it's not too far away from us. Nope. Uh, how about the Tundra series? Um, they we used to was it Gavin Graham or Grant Thompson? Grant, Grant Thompson, Thompson, I think, yeah, used yeah. to travel around mm-hmm. with that until he got too good for those boys. <laughs> but Darn they it. were they had their super late model up at Dell's Raceway Park uh, for the North American. Uh, cup dedicated to Carl Wagner uh, this past Saturday night with Mike Litchfield. And if you haven't seen replays of that race, uh, I know Justin Mondike's in the 44 car, but Litchfield was also in a 44. Um, you know, with Dalton Zier, the 119 is always recognizable, like, you know, Michael Hind in that 69 fire <laughs> car. But um, they put on a really good show, and Litchfield ended up coming up with the win. Uh, Mondike was there trying to battle for second, uh, but then got passed by two others and ended up fourth. But, man, if you haven't seen replays of that one at Dell's, uh, in the Tundra Super Late Model Series, that was a great, great show. Oh, yeah. And if for people that don't know who Carl Wagner was, he was an engine builder. 
The dude was one of the baddest late model short track engine builders in the business. And he passed away and they named a race after him, which I think is cool that people pay homage to a man like that. Cause that, that dude, he made some horsepower. I can remember cars coming down here with Wagner engines. Yeah. Mike Litchfield, Dalton Zier, uh, Jordan Devoy, uh, Justin Mondike and Kobe Grisaki. <laughs> I think they got that right. But they rounded out the top five there at the Dells Raceway Park. And we talk about the Dells a lot with that Wisconsin tour. Huh? Um, you know, the Minnesota Missile and, and Time and Jeske. What did you call them, Ted? The Time and Eater. Eater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, um, that was a that was a great, great show. Uh, Super Late Model Series rain makeup I do want to put out there for the Fog City Auto Spa 150 at Petty International Raceway. Now, this is a, a Super Late Model Series that we introduced about a month ago. Uh, up in Canada, and we do like to venture from coast to coast, and sometimes up north, as far as we can, uh, as far as we can see. Uh, they're at Petty International Raceway. They got 24 super late models ready to go. Uh, Troy Burke and Steve Halpin, Allison McKinnon, Nicholas Noggle, uh, Ryan Messer, which we talked about earlier in their first race. Uh, Lonnie Somerville. Uh, they're at River Glade, New Brunswick, Canada, and they're going to go run a makeup, uh, the 150 at. Petty International Raceway. So we're going to give the shout out to that. And just a note, uh, their race is actually posted on YouTube 48 hours after the event. So if you haven't seen it, not familiar with that series, check those uh, videos out on YouTube. It's a super late model series. Uh, and and it's, it's the race is in its entirety. So check that one out. 24 super late models in Canada. That's pretty sporty. Yeah. I said it last week. I said, if you don't think that asphalt super late model racing is, is dying, Kiss my behind because every single race we talk about, it's a minimum of 25 to 30 cars yep. trying to make the race. And there's no slackers in any of these fields we talk about. Mm-hmm. You go to, you go to Nashville, the North South race we're going to talk about in a little bit. You, you can't talk about that field without the best and super late model racing that's there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the Wilson boys, you got, you know, like I said, Nassi, Bubba Pollard. I mean, just you can name names, Michael Hine. And it's just, I mean, you, the asphalt short track racing is alive and well. They can say what they want. The only racetracks that are closing are closing because of um, uh, encroachment. Well, encroachment of, yeah, people building houses and things like that. And it's, I mean, it's going to happen to all of them eventually. You're going to have to uh, run mufflers, and which yeah. it's going to suck for the fans, but <laughs> it is what it is. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's doing very well, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to see it. Me too. <laughs> Gives us something to talk about here. <laughs> That's right. And even dirt dirt racing is gaining. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're getting better. Yeah, we've got a, a big dirt uh, result here coming. That was a uh, Monday night. Actually, it was in our backyard. And uh, I'm going to get to that just down the list here, just a little bit. <laughs> I, I do want to touch on that North South Challenge too. Um, I don't have any notes in front of me with that, but if you can help out, that would be great. Um, the 44th annual Slinger Nationals is going to be Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be the, the day before we get back to our next episode next week. Um, so we will have results. But yeah. we just do want to um, throw out the names uh, again repetitively <laughs> that we've thrown out. R.J. Braun, Steve Apel, Bubba Pollard, obviously, Jacob Nottestead, Stephen yeah. Nassie, Derek Thorne, Ty Majeski, Matt, Kansas, for God's sake, going for number nine yeah. at <laughs> Slinger. In the Nationals. So that is going to be Tuesday, and I think they had a little prelude to that. It was a little warm-up. Yeah, you you mentioned the name Jacob Nottestad. As a matter of fact, he was the guy who won. And we'll take a deep breath for the Washington County Fair Park and Conference Center 75. Nice. <laughs> Got it out there on one piece. <laughs> it was quite a nightmare, but it was an exciting race. And uh, Nottestad had had difficulty in the past. 
he would uh, take the lead and be out front for a while, and then things would just it'd fade on him. But it didn't happen this time. He managed to uh, to to win the entire banana this time. Uh, and I want to go through the list of the uh, all the finishers. Obviously, not a stat winning Brad Keith, uh, Steve Appel, Dennis Prunty, um, Brad Mueller, uh, Grant Griesbach, Alex Prunty, Nick Egan, Derek Thorne. Keep that name in mind. I want to say something about that here in just a minute. Rich Locke, R.J. Braun Jr., who we just mentioned a moment ago, Jerry Mueller, Nick Wagner, again, <laughs> Ryan Farrell, uh, let's see, Conrad Morgan and James Swanson. There's one noted, uh, thing I want to note about that. There is one name. I've said something about Derek Thorne. He is the only person in that entire race that was not from Wisconsin. Everybody else is a local guy. Wow, that's unusual. Very. <laughs> you don't see that very often, for sure. Well, if he's driving that car for, uh, what's his name, the seven car, um, Paul, Paul, Schaefer. Sh- Paul Schaefer, then, yeah, he, that, he, that car's from Wisconsin, so it's probably why he's, he was the only one that was. Because, I mean, he ain't got a ride that Campbell Motorsports yep. folded under after he won the Snowball Derby team. Went, By the way, congratulations, thank you, but yeah, we're shutting down. <laughs> yeah, it's like we leave on a high note. But uh, I got the North-South Challenge held at Nashville. Um, they ran like 10 different series of cars, which was a great show. They got that little short track they run the infield and then the big race. Jake Garcia went, won it. Stephen Nassie dominated, but he got tight at the end. Jake Garcia passed him on the outside, I think with like 10 laps to go and won. Gio Ruggiero finished third. <laughs> Matt Craig was fourth. Jesse Love was fifth. Logan Bearden was sixth. Jet Nolan seventh. Michael Atwell was eighth. Jackson Boone ninth. Tony Elrod tenth. I'm not going to run the whole thing down. Jake Finch was 15th, and and then a really weird finish, Bubba Pollard was 13th. Whoa. Someone was there, a friend of mine, said that he just was running with the leaders, and all of a sudden he went to the outside and faded and was never the same after that. So obviously he had a had an issue, but that's a neat – man, if you've never been to Nashville, that's a track I recommend that, that you go to and watch a race because it's pretty neat. It's on our dumpster list. <laughs> yeah, he, but my buddy said there wasn't but 100 people in the grandstands what? for that late model race. That's it was, crazy. But, but the, the, he, he's up there work, was up there working. He said the problem they had was the fact that – the weather people kept predicting it was just going to be a flood. There was not going to be any racing, and it kept people away. Yeah. But the racing was really good. The battle for the lead was awesome. And that, that's what Nassie said is if we hadn't got tight, we'd have won it. He, he dominated the race, but at the end, the car got tight, and Jake Garcia was loose enough to smoke around him on the outside and ABC. <laughs> yeah, different zip code. Yeah, go. that's Southern Super Series North-South Challenge. So. Yeah, this is this is a, a dirt dirt race that uh, I know there's racing all over the place, and uh, you know it's one after another in in our studio. And names going repetitively, but this one uh, t- it touches a little bit different. Uh, one outstanding as it is in our backyard. Right. Uh, two, it is Fourth of July week weekend, and this happened on a Monday night. It's Monday Motor Madness, and it was the United Sprint Car Series uh, Outlaw Winged Sprint. Uh, Michael Miller wins the race. And gets on top of a school bus to celebrate. Now, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. But no, he won the school bus race too. Oh, he won the late model. The he won the the four ten sprint feature for the USCS, and then he drove the bus race, <laughs> and he won the bus race. That's why he got on top of the bus because he did a double win. He pulled a double header. I did not know that. Yes, they had, they had bus races, and he ended up passing the guy. 
uh, I think it was a photo finish for the finish of the bus race. They were framing and bamming all the way down the front straightaway. And he won the, he won the bus race and then got out and jumped up on top of the bus to celebrate the bus win and the, and the win in the sprint car division. Wow. Well, congratulations, Michael Miller. Uh, not only your uh, King Kong celebration, I would put it that way, and Lance Moss, uh, Terry Grand, Brandon Blendon, and Jeff Willingham at the top five, but that's, that's number seven in career wins for the Outlaw Thunder Tour Series for Michael Miller. So congratulations to him, and congratulations to all the winners uh, this past week and weekend. And uh, I hope everybody had uh, a great 4th of July, uh, was everybody was safe. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we've got a special guest that's been hanging patiently with us uh, on the line. His name is Ryan Blight. Uh, he is a Crown Vic inventor, uh, a founder uh, and also a points leader here at Five Flag Speedway, and he's been on the phone. Ryan, uh, thanks so much for taking the time out to be with us, and um, tell us a little bit about you and where you come from uh, and how this Crown Vic class all got started. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I uh, grew up in South Florida, actually, um, Palm Beach area, and moved up to Pensacola around 2011, and um, you know, started going out to Five Flags, you know, watched the Snowball Derby a few times, um, kind of sat around with my wife at one of them and said, Hey, you know, I'd really like to do something like this. This, is, this looks awesome. You know, and, um, kind of fast forward a few years, I had the opportunity to run pure stocks, uh, two years ago. And, um, I ran not, not a very remarkable season doing that. And, um, you know, so I had a little bit of experience there. Um, got a sportsman car from Hunter Lambert, um, who's actually a very good friend of mine. And, um, we've, Played around with that last year, trying to get it ready, get it built. And um, I ran one race, very last race of the season, I think. Now the champions, Jim probably lapped me twice during that race. But um, uh, then Tim came up with this idea for the for the Crown Vicks, uh, for the Crown Stocks here at Five Flags. And I kind of just caught him at the right time. And, you know, I called him up, said, hey, what would it take to sponsor this thing and get our name, you know, involved with the class? And we worked out a, a deal and... And the rest is kind of history thus far. Well, um, this is going to be a regular segment with our class, and you guys are going to sponsor it. And we're going to do the Crown Vic Driver of the Week. And I think it would get some more excitement for the class. Not like it needs a ton of excitement because <laughs> no. it's really working well, but it would be nice to get you guys a little more exposure right. with our podcast. And, and not only Five Flags, but Op runs them, Dothan Motor Speedway runs them. I think Southern's getting ready to do a, a deal, and um, down in South Florida they run them. So New we, Smyrna, does New Smyrna, yeah, yeah, yeah. and four seventeen. Yeah, yep. Mobile. That's right. Y'all, y'all made the deal with Mobile International to, yep. to start yep, over there. Right. So it's it's an exciting class. It's something I have, these guys have heard me preach for the last three years that we need a class like that, a beginner class, what beginner type class? Because I mean, you know, some of y'all have some experience, and that's fine. It's no big deal because you're teaching the inexperienced guys how to race. See, that's the yeah. way I look at that. If you, somebody like me climbs on those cars and I go out and win a feature, the inexperienced guys see what I do and they can mimic it and learn how to drive a little bit better. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a really cool thing about this class. And I, I've been saying it, you know, since we started, um, it's when I won my first race, which was the second race of the, of the season, you know, I, I said it, I said it then and I still say it now, you know, each race is just getting harder and harder because these guys, and it's really fun to watch, you know, these guys that never raced before, they're getting this experience 
and they're getting better every single race and you know it's just getting closer and closer and closer and it makes for some great racing and um yeah i'm having a blast you know with the whole thing well absolutely but the thing about it is too you're talking about a car that's you know there's an abundance of them so it's not hard to find a car to put together to come race they're all pretty much the same. The cop car's a little heavy-duty suspension than the other ones, but you can, you know, you can make them work. And you're getting people out there at a, at a minimal cost to go race. It gets exciting, and it brings crowds because people have family, and family gets, oh, I'm going to start racing. And the family starts coming out, and it, it helps with everything. And we appreciate you and your business sponsoring the division and making it better than what it is. And actually, you won the first race. We we know that car that won that first race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he could have run top three in the pure stock division. No, yeah, he was a little bit yeah, um, he was, extra legal. He was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. That, but, you know, there again, you know, he was a uh, – he's a uh, – his name's Chris Rummel. He, uh, he's from South Florida. He races at Auburndale, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah. You know, he's got – he drives trucks, you know, and – He's he's got a lot of experience too, and yeah, I think he's been running that class for three or four years now. It's, yeah. So you know it's it's tight, you know, especially with with these guys that that have been running these for a while. And um, well, you, I can't say I'm looking forward to them coming up from South Florida, man, because they they got these things figured out, whereas we're just learning them, you know. Well, and some of those cars too are set up. You know that that car right. was sitting way higher off the ground and 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 had different springs under it i guarantee it did but you know you guys you and uh dave nolan put on a heck of a show (laughs) and i'm I'm telling you what i love about that class is from the beginning of the class the front of the field to the back of the field there's nothing but battles people are bouncing off each other they're putting on a show the crowd no matter where you look on a racetrack there's something going on whether you're coming up to lap somebody or whatever it's exciting it's it's a class that i enjoy as somebody who's raced for 30 years I get excited watching you guys. Yeah, I get excited watching yeah. the uh, at the very end of the race when you're starting to catch a tail end. You're going, oh, my Lord, where are these guys are going to go? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, rookies don't know, nope. but you're learning. You know, and that's what I've always told people. When you first start going on a racetrack, the first two things you need to look at, find out where the flagman is and look for these lights. Yes. <laughs> and if you don't know where to go, get all the way to the bottom and stay down there and stay and hold your line. Don't do anything silly when they're coming up on you. It's kind of funny you mentioned that, Jim. When uh, when I was racing Dave Nolan that night, you know, I was just locked in on his bumper, man, and I was just trying to catch him. And uh, I saw the white flag come out, um, and like I said, I, I just got in the zone or something. Didn't see the checkered flag come out, and chased him down. And I saw him wave his hand. I was like, hell yeah, you know, he broke or something, and I just won. <laughs> but I ended up just doing an extra lap. So yeah. Kind of like yeah. <clears throat> That, that happened to me one night. We slowed down on the back straightaway, and a good friend of mine, his name's David. I won't mention his last name, Holland, ran right into the back of me. I mean, he was had him hung out, and the green light was still on. They hadn't switched it to yellow yet, and we were slowing down to come around the front. And he plowed into me and bent my rear bumper and caved my quarter panel in and just destroyed the front of his car. And the next Monday, he called me and said, stop by over here where I work. And he, man, I'm an idiot. And he said, dude, my spotter was yelling, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought he was yelling, go, go, go. And y'all all slowed up, so I thought something was wrong. I was going to get a couple extra spots. And it's like. <laughs> Got a couple extra bills. <laughs> yeah, he had to place a radiator and a nose piece and two fenders. And I mean, I, that back then I was running a stock bumper. He just caved my bumper and kinked my quarter panel a little bit, but. 
That was crazy. But, man, you guys put on a heck of a show. And, and you know, how did you get the partnership with Mobile? Um, you know, uh, kind of started off uh, started off with Gina. We had a we had worked everything out there. And then, of course, whatever happened uh, there happened. And, you know, Eddie ended up uh, purchasing the track. And um, so, you know, uh, I got a hold of Eddie and, and I just said, Hey, you know, we're doing this over here in Pensacola. I think it's, you know, going pretty well. And, um, just please let me know what, you know, I said, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on. A lot of people hit you up, but when you're ready, you know, let me know what we can do to, to make this happen in mobile. Cause you know, we'd love to give back somehow to, to the mobile guys and, and, uh, you know, they come over and race in Pensacola all the time. And, um, I've always wanted to race at mobile. I've been, to a lot of races, never raced over there and just want to do anything I can to, you know, to see, to see it be successful over there and, and, um, you know, come home with a, a new trophy for mobile maybe one day. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, when you go down that back straightaway at mobile and you go into turn three, it's like doing a roller coaster. It's the coolest feeling when you drop off into three, <laughs> it feels like the, all four tires just slam down on the ground and then you turn into the corner. It's, it's a cool feeling. That's, that was one of the things. I, in 2005, I was running Pensacola, and I'd run Mobile on Saturday nights. I never bought tires to go to Mobile because Mobile had just been paved. And I'd go over there and run top three every single race, and I was making money because I wasn't buying tires. It only cost me fuel a pit pass and fuel in the car to go over there, and I was getting $200 for running second or third, and uh, I was making money over there. It was it was fun. Yeah. And I, yeah, I really want to shout out uh, Eddie, yeah, for uh, Eddie Schumacher for – He's been really great, um, just really supportive right off the bat. I wasn't really expecting it. You know, I thought he would be kind of overwhelmed with the whole thing, but no, he was he was right on board from the very start, and we're, we're just really excited to to be a part of Mobile, man. Well, I'm hoping Mobile's successful. I hope they don't overstep things. And it was Gina did a great job, or Gina's problem was she went to those American racers, and, you know, we're running Hoosiers in Pensacola, and American racers over there, and American racers were more expensive. So, you know, how hard is it to go from Pensacola and you have to drive over and buy a different set of tires and she wasn't paying right. very much to win? Nothing against her. And I understand it's a business deal and it's, it's, she did a great job running the track, but financially she just couldn't keep up with it. And I hope Eddie and him, cause Eddie's got money and I'm hoping they'll put some money in that place and get it fixed up where it needs to be and get some good super late model races and stuff over there and, get some big shows because that that's a it's a great old racetrack i've been going over since 97 and watching races well earlier than that 91 is the first time i went over there but it's a great place and you know with you guys in the crown stocks running all over the place man it's it's a great series and then and you are the crown stock driver of the week you're a first one and uh like i said we appreciate you uh coming on board with the podcast because uh you know we want to we want to run this podcast up and and make it great for short track racing and for things like this. And anytime you have an announcement, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I can't thank you guys enough for, you know, just giving me the opportunity, you know, just any, any chance I get to, uh, yeah, I should say that we get, you know, me and my, my business partner, Mark story. He's, he's also a very big part of this. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't want to leave it. I don't want to leave him out. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. He and I argue like a married couple, but you know, he, uh, he's, you know, he's really gone above and beyond growing this class um, as well. But back to my point, you know, we really appreciate the opportunity. But, you know, thank you guys so much for, for doing this. And um, I love the podcast. And, 
just l- looking forward to hearing hearing more of them and, and having some more Crown Stock drivers on. And can't thank you enough. Hey man, that's great. Well, Ryan, uh, it's just a couple of questions I had uh, just before we sign off and do our, uh, you know, let's go Brandon thing. Uh, when you first got started with this Crown Vic class, um, I know it's uh, it was an idea that has to, everything has an idea and, and it evolves. When you got with uh, Tim to make this deal, what was the time frame like as to get it started and how many cars did you have lined up ready ready to, to chomp at the bit to get started? So... It, there was kind of little whispers about about the Crown Vicks. I, I don't I don't really remember the time frame. Maybe it was a month or two before the first race of the season or something like that. And maybe it was a little longer than that. I don't, I don't really remember. But um, yeah, pr- probably around there, somewhere around two or three months. You know, Tim. Or, like I said, there was rumors of of, of the class, and um, like I said, I I called Tim up. You know within the second, you know, I heard it one day, I called him the next day. I said, Tim, you know, what do we got to do? And he purchased, I think he, he purchased quite a few cars, I think from the Crestview police department or some sort of auction. I'm not exactly sure, but you know, he had all those, those cars sitting out in front of five flags. And, um, you know, I, I do nothing about crown Vicks other than they used to be police cars. And, uh, um, he had a couple, a couple of them built out by Shana Ard, um, another guy who's been, very uh, monumental and making this all all happen for us. But um, he built a few cars and and Tim had them out front. And I had, you know I begged Tim. I said Tim, can we can we buy two or three of these cars? You know, I, you know we don't know what we're doing here. And um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, Tim sold me two of them: one for me and one for Garrison Marcus's son, who also races. And um, yeah, and then you know we you know, advertised it as much as we could. And, and like I said, Marcus kind of took off with it. I think he bought, I'm not joking when I say he bought 15, 20 of these cars <laughs> and, um, you know, just had cages put in them, sold them. Um, we got a bunch of our sales guys driving them for us. And, uh, so I think the first night, I, I don't really remember how many we had. I think we had 10 or something like that. And, um, so it, it kind of picked up quicker than we anticipated. And, you know, it's grown. I think we had thirteen or fourteen last race, and yeah, it's kind of it's kind of fluctuated. But, you know, we're hoping to have an A and B main. You know, by the end of this thing, if you know, if we can. Yeah, I like the format they've got. You know, with the heat races, and then you line up and and have a feature, and and it is growing. Uh, we've seen that from the very beginning. There have been six races, and you've won two of them. A uh, fifteen point lead. Uh, Tyler Young and Daniel Lofton have not won, but they're really right behind you, nipping on them ankles. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, well, what's Ryan got to do to finish this off? And um, if that's the case, then how are you? How are you feeling being the one that's leader uh, behind getting this class started and taking all? It's kind of like taking their money, you know. <laughs> you, you start something, and then all yeah, of a sudden, it, you win it. <laughs> It's it's funny you that you mentioned that because it, it is kind of conflicting when you sit back and and look at it from you know like a thousand feet up you're like man you know in my mind and I think most people that race will understand you know I'm I'm a racer first you know that's what I love doing that's you know I there's no better feeling in the world for me than being out there and and, and, and racing and um, the sponsorship is awesome. I appreciate the opportunity. I love to do it, but it kind of comes second when you're, when you're out there racing, you know, I mean, so yeah, I mean, 
like I said, it's you kind of sit back and look at it, and you're like, man, is this kind of counterproductive or or what? <laughs> but um, no, I, I at the end of the day, man, I, I can't say I feel really bad about it. You know, I, I give it everything I got, and um, those guys behind me, you know, Tyler Young. It's like every race I finish, you know, I look behind me. And there he is. He's, he's right just there. right there. <laughs> yeah. you know, I finished second. He finished third. You know, and um, he's a, he's a great guy too, man. You know, and he's he's racing his heart out. And you know, I'm I'm just gonna keep keep on keeping on, and hopefully the the chips fall on you know my side of the table. I hope, but right. And I noticed uh, with the Crown Stock uh, Points Series, your rep Brian Blake, and it's got senior next to it. Now you have uh, a yeah. family. You've got uh, kids with uh, juniors involved. In racing, yes, sir. Yeah, I got uh, uh, Ryan, my son Ryan. You know, his name's Ryan, of course, it's my namesake. First son, you know, firstborn. He, uh, we got him in doing Mighty Mites over at Sunny South. Um, started him last year, only raced a handful of races. Um, I think we've raced two this season so far. And, um, uh, my wife Debbie, uh, her daughter, um, she's 12 and she's racing um she's gonna start in the junior champs here she raced mighty mites last season just to get comfortable but but yeah we're uh we're trying to keep everybody involved and i would love to see ryan racing one of these crown vicks one day you know maybe we can race each other and wreck each other and do all that fun stuff well it sounds like you're doing just that uh, you got uh, the family involved and uh, that's what it's all about and um uh, we look forward to meeting you uh, and, and watching this series grow uh, even more throughout uh, the Southeast and having maybe some of these guys in the top 10 or even the whole field travel a little bit and maybe you guys get a group and and make some scheduling outside of Five Flags and, and help grow and then you kind of get uh, together with some other guys in that area. And um, look forward to meeting you at the racetrack and uh, keeping up with everything. And we do appreciate you taking the time out to, to spend uh, with us uh I know you're busy uh, getting the car ready and then, you know, working as a family man. Um, so we do appreciate the time. Uh, guys, anything anything for Ryan before we uh, before we sign off? I think we've pretty well covered it. Well, I'd like to thank you for doing my roof, by the way. They did a fantastic <laughs> job. And if you need a roof done, Story and Blight Roofing, give them a holler. They did an excellent job on my little old house, and I'm very happy. So, if you need a roof, they're the guys to call. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. I I appreciate I appreciate the business, sir. Hey, man, ain't no problem. Y- y'all did a great job. I'm I, like I said, I'm I'm very impressed and very happy. All right, Ryan. I we'll sure uh, do appreciate the opportunity. Yes, yes sir. sir. Uh, it was nice talking to you, and we're going to let you go, and uh, we'll sign off, and uh, we will uh, we will talk to you soon. I'll see you Friday Thank night, you sir. See you Friday night. Appreciate uh, it. Yes, sir. All righty. All right, guys. Yeah. We're going to do the, the typical one, two, three, or three, think, two, one. Or... I think we should just one, two, three. Well, just run, All right. Run. Let's do that. Ready? Yep. One, two, two three. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Good night, everybody. Be strong, America. Thanks for listening. <laughs>